Welcome. This is Birth, baby. Your hosts are Sierra Morgan and Samantha Kelly. Sierra is a birth doula, hypnobirthing educator, and pediatric sleep consultant. Samantha is a birth doula, childbirth educator, and lactation counselor. Join us as we guide you through your options for your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum journey. Hey everyone, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about why childbirth education is important, when to take classes, what the options are, and the benefits of in-person versus pre-recorded classes. All right, childbirth education is my jam. I'm super excited to explain kind of the differences because we get asked so often, well, what is XYZ? What is hypnobirthing? What is the Bradley method? What are all of these? Like, what's the point? Why do I have to do it? So many questions surrounding childbirth education. So today I'm going to help you understand why it's important first and foremost, and then kind of explain the differences between each of the types of classes. So first of all, a lot of people think when they hire a doula that that's kind of all they need. And that is definitely not true. We can't possibly cover everything you need to know about labor and birth in our prenatal meetings. At those meetings, we go over specific things related to your birth, but it's not all about education. It's more kind of getting an idea of what you're wanting, making sure we connect, establishing our relationship, um, making sure everyone's comfortable with each other, talking about what ifs, things like that, things that are specific to you. If you don't take a childbirth education class, And then you're in labor and you or your partner are present and your partner or whatever are presented with some sort of intervention, let's say. You may not know whether or not you want to do that. And so you're going to look to your doula like, well, what does that mean? And they're going to help explain to you. But if it's the first time you're learning anything about this, you're supposed to be in that labor space, right? Like your brain's supposed to be able to go internal and you're supposed to be paying attention to your body. And when you're having to go cerebral like that and think about the pros and cons of things and learn brand new information, it's really overwhelming. I equate it to drinking from a fire hydrant. So if you've already taken classes, you're not going to remember off the top of your head, every single thing you learned in a five class hypnobirthing series, let's say, but you are going to easily recall it when your doula mentions, hey, remember in class when you learned about XYZ, this was what that was talking about. So you could do this or you could do this. And here's the pros and cons. And then it's going to be like, aha moment, a light bulb will go off. You remember what that was about. So It's very important also that partners take these classes with you because some of these focus on the options that you're going to have in labor. Some, you know, other parts will focus, they should focus on all of these things. It should be comfort measures. It should be um, birthing positions. It should be whether or not you want to have constant monitoring of the baby, the continual fetal monitoring, or if you want intermittent monitoring and why one may be better than the other. All of those things are important for your partner too because you guys want to make sure you guys are on the same page going into it rather than feeling like everyone's kind of figuring it out on the go on the fly did i miss anything there samantha is there anything you can think of that is another reason why to take it 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just, it, it. so a good birth class should teach you all those things and it should teach you the physiology of birth and it should teach you, you know, what inductions are and why you might need one. Like you want to have all of that information so that you are getting real, true, informed consent when it comes down to your options. Because you may be, you know, your doctor may say, oh, well, we could do, you know, you need to be induced. Uh, we could do a Foley bulb or Cytotech. And if you don't know what either of those things are and, you know, you never learned about them in your childbirth class, then you're going to be like, okay, well, one sounds like a balloon up there and that sounds terrible. So I'm going to do the other one, but then you don't know the risks for the other one. Whereas, yeah. you know, if you have all that information beforehand, then you, you know, you have a little bit of background to fall back on when it comes down to it. Yeah. And luckily those kind of things, if you're being talked about those before you're in labor, you know, then your doula can help you navigate some of that a little bit more easily. You guys can have a phone call and go over some of that stuff. But in the moment when you're in labor, it's very hard to make any decisions. I mean, we had one dad say to a doctor who was trying to talk a mom out of her birth plan during her pushing without an epidural. Um, he was like, you know, my wife was of sound mind when she created her birth plan and we are going to stick with what she chose because she's not of sound mind now. She is completely in a different world and that's not fair to be like throwing this on her. And I was silently jumping up and down in the corner in my yeah. brain. The whole room was, was, was silently cheering for dad in that moment. Yeah. I just think it's so important for partners to know the why behind that. Like if he hadn't taken classes with us and established a good relationship with us, he wouldn't have had the confidence to speak up. And so often I say, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why you hire a doula. That's why you get childbirth education. I, I, I stay in my lane. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at and I hire people for the things that I'm not good at. And if I were going to have another baby, I would also get a doula because when it's you dealing with it, you have a harder time seeing from an outside perspective because you're more emotional about it. So childbirth education is important for everyone. I even suggest if, you know, for us, when you work with us, if you're a first time parent, we require childbirth education. You don't have to do it with us, even though both Samantha and I are childbirth educators for different types of childbirth education. We re require that you get it with someone that has a knowledge of the system in the Austin area because every area is different. And the culture of birth is different in different areas. The hospital systems are different. There are different options. So that kind of goes to what type of class should you take? Um, the hospital-based classes, not all of them, but the majority of them teach you how to be a good patient. They teach you what the interventions are that will likely be offered, what your pain management options are. They don't really tell you like, comfort measures and statistics and evidence-based information on different things. So I don't recommend taking those classes. And again, it doesn't have to be with us. It's just, you need to have somebody who doesn't work for a hospital giving you information about the pros and cons of certain things. Um, because they, they just have, I mean, they, they work for the hospital, like it's in their best interest for you to make their lives easier by, you know, agreeing to all of the, you know, normal things like the epidural and the continuous monitoring and the Pitocin during delivery. So they're not going to teach you why you maybe wouldn't want those things because it's not in their best interest. And that's just the unfortunate, you know, unfortunate part of it, I think. Yeah. 
It's not that they're, you know, bad people or it's a bad class by any means. It's just not in their best interest. And it's not necessarily what you're looking for. So if you are having a hospital birth, yes, you need childbirth education. If you're having an out of hospital birth, yes, you need childbirth education. And it may look different, right? So, you know, in both of our classes, we teach about a little bit of both. Um, you know, I talk about hospital birth a lot in my hypnobirthing classes because the majority of people giving birth in the United States are giving birth in a hospital. And so we have to pay attention to that. Even my people who are having birth center or home birth benefit from hearing what could happen in a hospital setting because maybe they're going to risk out of out of hospital care. And that's important. They're able to get the information so that if they do get transferred, they're not like a deer in headlights going, oh crap, I didn't think about any of this. I was only preparing for an out of hospital birth. So the different types of classes, some do focus more on unmedicated birth. Some do focus more on medicated birth. If you are planning, if it is your goal to have an unmedicated birth, whether in or out of hospital, you need to find a class that's going to teach you about that. They're going to talk about comfort measures. They're going to talk about the psychology of kind of the brain and how the mind works and, you know, hypnobirthing goes heavy into that. But a lot of birth classes talk about how powerful the mind is and you can't just sit there and focus on the negative and expect to have positive. Um, there are private classes, there are group classes, there are in-person, virtual, pre-recorded. When I say virtual, I'm meaning live virtual. So for example, my hypnobirthing education class, it's a five class series. There are two and a half classes each. Two and a half hour classes each. And we focus on unmedicated birth until you decide. So there are people that take my class that do want an epidural, and that's fine. They know eventually they want it, but they know you can't get it the moment you feel the first twinge of labor. And so they want to prepare for how to get through unmedicated, at least as long as their goal is, right? And we talk about it's a comprehensive childbirth education education class. And we do, I have an in-person option and a virtual option. Not all of them do that, but that's what we do because I know some people live far, you know, it's a 45 minute drive across town or some people feel more comfortable in their own home and they can't afford private classes, but they also don't want to be in the space with a bunch of people, or maybe they are worried about illness and things like that. So I do want to make it more accessible to people. And so they can join in person or virtual and they can switch back and forth depending on their schedule. I have some partners who are traveling for work and then the pregnant person comes to class and the partner joins from Zoom. So I really enjoy having the flexibility there. Samantha has a hybrid class. So yours is two online virtual but live and one in person, right? Right, right. Yeah. So we do. Uh, we do two virtual classes that are about two hours each, and then we have one half-day in-person class that meets at a at a local um, pregnancy center. And we all we go through all of the things that you would want to have hands-on practice for. And we spend a little bit more time together, so you kind of get the benefits of both. Um, you know, we we kind of cater a little bit more to those that uh, might be facing more interventions, like if you are having a hospital birth or if there's just other things going on. Um, and then also to, you know, people whose schedules just aren't going to allow for, you know, a five week series class. Um, so yeah. we try to make lives a little bit easier there. Yeah. And so mine's five classes. Hers is three classes. We both teach one that's just a one hour. I'm sorry, not a one hour, a one time 
time class. It's definitely not one hour. Um, it's usually closer to three and a half hours. And those are just private classes with people. And those can be on Zoom or in person. And so those options usually are for either people with a really busy, hectic schedule that need to fit it all into one class. I'm going to tell you, when you take a one-time comprehensive childbirth course, it's a lot of information coming right at you and in fast pace. And so that can be a lot for some people to digest. Um, but some people don't necessarily know that they want or need childbirth education until closer to the end. And maybe that's all they have time for. So time constraints can really limit what you're able to do. Uh, for example, I have a series that start like the beginning of it is once every eight weeks. So we have five classes in a row, one class a week um, for five weeks. And that's a long term commitment. Bradley method classes, those are 12 week of classes. Birthing from within is a series. Um, birth boot camp is a series. They have think, quite a few classes. Yeah, I think birth boot camp is like a 12 week class as yeah. well. Early. Yeah, there's it's a big commitment and a lot of time spent and a lot of education and which is great. And some people really want that. And other people are like, look, I know I want an epidural. I just want the basics of what's going to be happening. I want to understand the process. What are going to be my options when I get into the hospital? And that might be more of a you know one time comprehensive class works really well for them or they travel for work and they're like, I just can't manage or they have kids already and they know they want to take a class, but they just childcare wise or family wise, they just can't swing it and that's okay. So those are kind of your options. Um, I don't love pre-recorded classes personally. I don't think that you get as much from it because you can't ask questions to the educator. And Same. yeah, yeah, there's some that are, there are some that can be good. I know Mommy Labor Nurse has a program. I think it's all pre-recorded or like online. I've heard some people kind of like that. Um, I can't remember what the other one is. I know this is a funny name, but Badass Mother Birther has a virtual program. Um, if you don't, she doesn't know I'm mentioning this and I don't know her, but I really love following her Instagram. So at Badass Mother Birther is really fun to uh, watch. They show birth videos all the time there if you want to start normalizing birth. Um, there are a lot of different options, but do remember that if you're not getting educated by someone in your area, the things you learn may or may not be available to you in the place that you live. So if they're talking about birthing tubs in hospitals, at this point in early 2023, that's not a thing in the Austin area. I can't believe it's not a thing, but it's not. Um, so you know, if they're talking about that, that's not gonna be something that's available to you. And then that might just kind of be disappointing to you to learn about that and go, oh, I wish I could have it. So I recommend having some sort of, even if it's virtual live, having it be live with an educator, or at least where you can like decompress afterward and ask questions to an educator. Yeah, exactly. That goes back to our last episode, talking about researching your options, taking a, a comprehensive child class, childbirth class with a live instructor as part of researching your options because they're going to yeah. have so much information for you. And it can be a doula that's teaching it. It could just be a childbirth educator that's teaching it. I will say I feel that as I've been a doula longer and longer, it's made me a better childbirth educator. And in my hypnobirthing classes, I'll even say, okay, I'm going to take my hypnobirthing hat off and I'm going to put on my doula hat. If this, then this could be a good option, even though that's not technically like 
what hypnobirthing would say. I want to give you a realistic expectation of, of other things that could happen because hypnobirthing specifically is about in the absence of medical indication, in the absence of a medical circumstance, then these are the things that are natural, normal, all of that. But sometimes we do have medical situations happen and in those, hey, here are some of the other options that you might face. Um, or this thing that was way more naturally minded may have to switch to this thing. So it might be helpful to find one that's by a doula. If you have a doula and they teach a childbirth ed class, how awesome is it that you can take it with that same person, that cohesive relationship and education, and then having that person in your room when you're in labor. And with Samantha and I, we both know what each other teach and we both have a very similar view on birth and evidence-based care. And so no matter who you get between Samantha and I, because we work on an on-call schedule, um, you're still getting very similar care. And she's taken my hypnobirthing classes. She knows everything on how to support that. But if you take a hypnobirthing class and you have a doula who's not familiar with hypnobirthing, that's going to be tough. So maybe your your doula joins the hypnobirthing classes. That would be great. Um, a lot of educators are fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. You know, you could have your partner and your doula in the in the class. I would love for more doulas to attend my classes. So um, those are some examples. When would you do it? Right. People are like, OK, you're telling me in the beginning I need to be researching these. But when do I actually take the class? It depends on what the class is. If you are preparing for an unmedicated birth, I would do a class earlier on. And again, hypnobirthing, because that's what I do. I'll tell you, that's the one of the ones that I do suggest doing earlier rather than later. Now, that doesn't mean that if you do it later you're not going to be able to accomplish a hypnobirth. I've had people take my class at 35 weeks and still have a really great experience, but they're coming up, you know, right at the end of their pregnancy. And I've had people miss class five before because they go into labor because anywhere between 37 and 42 weeks is normal gestation. So if you are planning an unmedicated birth, you know, taking uh, Bradley method classes or birthing from within or whatever, I recommend doing an earlier class. And or if you're or if you're not sure what you're planning for your birth too, True. take a class yes. earlier. If you're like, I, I don't really know. Do I want unmedicated? Do I not want unmedicated? I'm not sure what provider option is best for me. Go ahead and take a class early. You can always, you know, see about doing a refresher later if you feel like you're not remembering things later on, but it never hurts to take it a little early. That's totally true. But just like that girl who just hired us and she's due in October, she's starting next week with our childbirth education courses because she doesn't know what she wants yet, which that's great that she has time to figure it out. Um, a class like Samantha's class for Austin Birth Ed, you know, she recommends taking that what in the third trimester? Yeah, beginning of third trimester, yeah. maybe end of second trimester, somewhere in that kind of 27 to 32 week range is kind of the sweet spot because for us we you know we're, we're teaching a lot of the like end of pregnancy things and we found that it can be really helpful to have that stuff a little bit more fresh on your mind um and some things that you can start practicing right there at the end as well so for us that's kind of where we're looking and i think that's the same for some of the uh more generalized classes out there as well yeah i think that that's a really good point. And with hypnobirthing, I get so bummed when I have somebody in my class who's 30 weeks pregnant, let's say, and we're talking about care providers and they 
I give a list of questions that you can ask your care provider to decide if they are the right one for you, if they're going to honor your wishes in labor, if they support the type of birth that you're planning, you know, in the absence of medical circumstance. And then they go ask the questions and then they don't get the answers they're looking for. And then they're scrambling, trying to find a new provider. We just had that happen um, at the end of last year. And she was 30 weeks pregnant and asked questions and hated the answers from her provider and then said, well, I asked the next day, okay, could I just ask you again? I think maybe I w- we had a miscommunication. These were the things I was wanting. Are you still not okay with it? And the doctor wrote back through the portal and said, you need to find a different care provider. I'm a little uh, concerned that you don't trust my medical advice or something like that, my medical yeah. expertise. And then she started, even though she never thought she would have a home birth, researching home birth midwives because it's very hard to switch OBs late in the game. And she found one and had an awesome home birth a couple of months later. The stars aligned for her. She just had one of the most amazing midwives that just so happened to have availability. And sometimes that's just how it goes. And I think that's really where that gut instinct comes in so strong. If your gut is saying that it's wrong, then pivot. Yes, absolutely. And her yeah, and her, yeah, and her um, you just totally threw me off giving a friend's reference, and I love it You're so, so much. You're so welcome. And you said it wrong. It's pivot. Um, our listeners are going to love that. If you didn't watch Friends, I don't know what to tell you. You're too young uh, to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe people are having babies that didn't even watch Friends? That makes us maybe getting older. Um, if you just do not know where to start, find a birth worker in your area. Always just go back to finding a birth worker in your area and asking what they think, going to the mom groups and saying, what class did you love for XYZ prep of this type of birth? And then that's where a starting place and then start looking those things up. So, and as doulas, we're happy to refer out when we're not the perfect person for you. And most of us are that way. We're not here for competition. There are plenty of people having babies in the Austin area. We are all booking out and it's best that we all work with somebody who is in alignment with the way that we practice. So um, I think that's all I have about childbirth ed today. Did I miss anything? Samantha, anything you can think of? I don't think so. I feel like this is a lot of really awesome information and I'm so excited to start getting this out there for people. We get so many questions about this. We spend time talking about this in all of our interviews and prenatals and everything. And so I think it's just going to be really helpful to have this information out there. So y'all, all, all, y'all, all can start. (laughs) All y'all. All (laughs) y'all can start listening and and planning ahead so you can feel better prepared to have a more positive and empowered pregnancy. Yeah, absolutely. We will see you next week. Well, we won't see you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us on Birth, baby. Be sure to tune in next week as we start talking about what does a doula do? Thanks again to Longing for Orpheus for our music. You can look them up on Spotify. Remember to leave a review, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.